0: This is a Rolemaster classic actual play set in Terry K. Amthor's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Crowns. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil where our campaign is called the praise of old men. This episode is cross-referenced as Demons of the Burning Night 2 Part 7. Last time, after not disturbing the beings at the gazebo, the party moved south to hop over a wall to the area dubbed the Noble Quarter. In an almost one-sided fight, the companions quickly dispatched five demons resembling children though children with oversized heads, razor-sharp teeth, venom-tipped claws and a hunger for humanoid flesh. Continuing southeast, they came upon a large statue of a naked man. We joined them just after Victor, looking for a secret way,
1: snapped off the man's phallus. As you snap the penis off this Noretti god of fertility... Oh, god. oh no. Okay, can <laughs> oh, you give no. me... Um, <laughs> Yes, could have serious oh, consequences oh, can no. you give me a hard I mean, oh my god i not think <laughs> this through <at> <laughs> very hard not extremely well, hard, very hard what, yeah. come off in your hands can you give me a hard channeling resistance roll please oh god okay. i don't know how i typed type this up for for world now i was hoping
2: it would be constitution oh or my something. god is that
1: good okay or bad? um I please share the
2: roll
1: just before you say anything. Okay, it was six with a minus ten. Ooh. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. minus four. Okay. Uh, Again, can you restore souls? Right. <coughs> As you snap this off, oh, shit. You, you get the sense that, obviously, the spirit, the, the animus that is in this statue is angry that you have defaced what is the epitome of its manhood and manliness right so you've got a 50% chance victor of being struck with a of particularly potent std rashes etc oh. etc et you've got a 25% chance of instantly changing sex oh so what happened You've got a twenty-five percent chance of just being sterile and having your charisma halved as your face breaks out into hives and a rash. So fifty, twenty-five, twenty-five. Never thought I'd be so cheering a, an STD. A, a, yeah, a D one hundred. So fifty percent for the STD.
3: Not often you pray for an STD.
1: I must admit. Okay. Twenty-five percent to suddenly become Victorette. <laughs> yeah,
2: let's go for it.
1: Ooh, 70 victorette so you are victorette and that's not you are now too bad, a female, I guess. victorina victorina so you are now a female with the, so you've basically been cursed so that you can perhaps appreciate the beauty that is a man the wonder that is a man and obviously to be able to do that you can only
2: do that as a woman <laughs> Immediately silk thinks you're one hundred percent hotter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the okay. way Vic, Vic looks back, so
0: <laughs> double raises her eyebrows and then puts the um phallus into her bag.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, I'm gonna keep it. For
1: later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've 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 been without a woman for so long. Even Victor looks attractive. Wait a minute. <laughs>
2: OK. Oh, my goodness. Victoria, how are you doing? Are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is so, Victoria now. <laughs> uh, what the rest of you
1: see is there is you can almost feel the air around this shrine change.
2: Uh-oh.
1: You see Victor drop to his knees and clutch his head and then kind of fold his arms across his body. And then he turns and looks absolutely ashen and terrified. And you can see his face or his facial features, sorry, almost melt slightly and soften. And then you're looking at a face which is definitely Victor's, but undeniably female. Like the beard. It gives you something to hang on to. I mean, yeah, 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 the beard is no longer there. Um, The beard falls away or just disappears, actually. So you're looking, actually, at a very attractive female fighter who clearly is Victor, but Victor's twin sister.
2: I'm good with it.
1: (laughs) I presume Ogden wouldn't
0: really know that, so what he would do is prepare to detect evil for a little while and then sort of get close up to fixer and put his hand on him for a touch range i mean
1: clearly you know that there has been some sort of magical effect that's been triggered (laughs) the nature of it you probably don't know whether you i mean you might suspect it's a curse or some sort of effect of vandalizing this shrine
2: Mm -hmm. who knows
1: Mm.
2: okay where next folks ready fertility gods and their members should not be missed it's all very well telling everybody now, Silk. So
1: noted.
3: <laughs> so noted. Okay. You could have warned me. So Victor, did you, you find, find any stairs down? Uh, and and do we still call you Victor?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> or Vic? I'm not sure. Vicky.
1: Uh, okay, Vicky. So, yeah, right right could, right. so Vicky couldn't find any steps down. Um, certainly when she he pulled and then broke off piece of the statue nothing um shifted nothing moved into place do you want to search the shrine or do you want to explore the rest of whatever this compound is
2: i don't want to do anything i don't want to i can't wait to see the next token that you pick oh yes we have
1: need a new token now new portrait and everything is going to go up to Crown and sort of
0: pat him on the back and go, just like, just us two fellas again, mate. And then looks over at Newborn and goes, just us two fellas again, mate.
1: (laughs) Poor old Yarn. Okay. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: (laughs) Where next? Do you want to go southwards towards where you heard those child demon voices,
3: or do you want to follow the road and see where that leads? I like the idea of the road. Up to you guys. Does that look like stairs, or is it just like a bit of a an outhouse or something?
1: That's uh, the ruins of another um, building. Check it out,
3: Cran, if you're interested in it. Is it safe to look around the pillar yet? Yeah, yeah. I'll go and have a look at okay. that building there.
1: Okay. Uh, it looks like part of another building. Not as elaborate as the other one. But again, Cran, give me an intuition roll. Come on, one of these days you'll make one of these. You must do. Yeah, that's good enough. Whoa! That's not bad. Glancing across, there's clearly no kitchen in in this part. Um, This looks like some sort of small chamber, 20 foot maybe by 30 feet. There are windows around the walls. Could be a dwelling. It's going to be a small dwelling. Difficult to say what it is, but obviously completely ruined. Given the lack of rubble inside, this was only ever a single-story building. Yeah, I don't reckon this is any
3: use. Let's head on down. Well, what, what we could do, guys, is go around the whole <laughs> edge of the uh, the wall at least to map out what we're dealing with. What do you think? Mm. Yeah, I'll this just like to a get to the building, building. possible. Yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm gonna head over this way.
2: Red Light District.
3: My my, the my the advice trailer. is let's keep everyone's hands <laughs> off genitalia for the for the full circle.
1: <laughs> okay. I thought you called it a lever before. <laughs> no more pocket billiards for any yeah. of you. <laughs> nope. Silk, stay away. <laughs> Silk is stalking me, Cran. Stop her. Stop her. So you make your way round what looks like the back of whatever this building is, Cran. Across to your uh, west, you can see this high white stone wall. You can hear more of these child voices closer to you now, again, muttering something mundane and quite ordinary over and over and over again. Can you give me a perception roll as you just advance?
3: Yeah, I was about to say, can I, can I check out where they are? Um.
1: Okay, you can see a group of four of them huddled round what looks to be a small fountain. There is still a trickle of water in the fountain. And they're just—it's kind of splashing water. As you look more closely, Cran, you can see that they've got some sort of small rodent, like a, a slightly large squirrel. And two of them are pulling on the squirrel. The squirrel is motionless; it's clearly dead. And it looks as if they're almost trying to pull the squirrel apart. Oh, um, typical. The other three—the other three children that are gathered around—are hopping from foot to foot obviously waiting with some sort of excitement as to what's going to happen with this this squirrel that they've, they've caught. The four of these children are oblivious to your presence and they keep muttering these peculiar phrases over and over again. Do you want to disturb them and approach them or do you just want to leave them be and retreat?
3: Right, whatever fucking happens this time, I'm going to hit them first. Cran's going to say, uh, keep up, boys, and then charge in from there. Okay. With a sword over his shoulder to attack the all first right. one he can see. Okay. Bloody there hell. There you go, again. It wasn't me this time. There's no <laughs> way I'm going to be uh, not attacking last at the round this time. Did he killed me? Okay. Grant's feeling all, co- all confident when he's
2: attacking. I shouldn't be saying small children with a mouth. <laughs> That's, That's right. <laughs> Here we go again. I swear in my background, it says I love kids. Yeah.
0: You can just hear
1: it. You hit like a little girl. Oh, you are a little girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me just reset the initiative round one. Well, let's have initiative rolls, please.
3: Oh, come on. I was charging in. That's what triggered it.
1: No, no.
2: I love it when
1: that happens. That's perfect, Jim. Thank no, you. You'll have initiative, uh, Cran. I'll, I'm going to let you have first swing, no matter where you come in initiative, because <laughs> you are charging in. Oh, it would be so funny if gets uh, there, gets around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm charging in oh. to become surrounded. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, because Cran has initiated this combat um, by charging in. I'm going to skip all the way to Cran, and then we'll go through the initiative order, if that makes sense. Cran, goodness me. For the fact you've charged in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, right. I I think I've balled everyone up there. So. <laughs> so, Cran, off you go. You can scream in and attack whichever ones you want.
3: All right. I'm go, going in hard with... Uh, oh, gonna, uh, just, just, uh, uh, stop it. It's not a... Sorry, I didn't say that word. So, uh, all right. The modest assault on the small child. There it is. Sorry, I
1: didn't pick that one up. Okay, so that is uh, that modest assault on number three crunches into the poor, unfortunate child demon. If there is such a thing, not flat to the floor. Can you give me an E slash critical, please? (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, it's your demon sword, isn't it? So that's, yeah, that's uh, a 6 eight. Okay, well, that's going to be enough to uh, smash it to the ground. It's not going to move again. Okay, so that marks the end of, which one was that? Number three. So you leap in, um, Cran, and smash number three senseless to the ground, at which point the squirrel is sort of dropped into the water and the creatures turn to look at you in horror. I'm going to go through
3: these Can I can order. I back off like after after striking it just back off to a kind of defensible position of the corner. Yeah, I think so. Yes, and you can set so your defense I just kind as well. of. Okay, I'll set some defense there, and that's my end of my round. Okay.
2: Uh, Silk, it's your turn. Okay. So Silk kind of wanders by Vicky and is like, "Hey, you know, what what are you going to do with that later? <laughs> that's that's her that's it. So you That's just true. take the opportunity to taunt
1: Victor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, So then creature number one will mutter and just walk towards you, Cran, muttering over and over again, I'm slightly thirsty. I'm slightly thirsty. I'm slightly thirsty. Uh, number two, on the other hand, trots over there and says, I'm bored. Can I come in? I'm bored. Can I come in? <laughs> But actually moves away. However, coming out of the murk, you can see perhaps the creature that he was waiting to to come in. There's also one there. It's
3: more than a four boys. Sorry, there's more than a four girls and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear Numel going, uh, Hey Number four just reaches yeah. in and picks up the
1: squirrel and eats it. Winner.
2: Um,
1: Chicken dinner. You got Numel um i think we'll come and sort of stand over here and ready for an attack Ugnan. yeah he'll do the same he'll stand
0: beside crown trying to form some kind of line have his hand axe and shield so there's a wall
1: um let me just adjust that so you've got what looks like a hot well it's not high but it's sort of five foot which would make it things awkward to clamber over In that case i'll use that that's what i'm hoping We'll okay, wow. so Crane, you've had your turn this round. Uh, Victoria, it's your turn. <laughs>
2: okay, gonna <laughs> say silk. Fuck <laughs> 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 I know birthdays are that always that embarrassing. Way?
1: What do you say <laughs> to that one special person? <laughs> I make Does fancy your... to you. I know we've been there. Does
2: <laughs> your voice change? No. No, She's still case. got an Azam's apple. <laughs> and the yeah.
4: uh, red is remorse. Okay, right.
1: <laughs> Cherry, I think we'll come around here to take up a flank position already, a bow. Okay, <laughs> let's go for initiative roles and we'll be all nice and regular.
3: Well, it's like Bran. Yes. <laughs> nice and regular with a sex changing warrior. Do you yep. know how disappointing it is to be 30 off the pace on initiative? That's uh, that's embarrassing.
0: I rolled maximum. So I'm still after them.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, Silk, it's your turn. Okay. From what the others have said, there are a lot of these things. And although they're not powerful, if swarm all over somebody and get any of these bites through, it could be quite nasty. Keep, well, keep, it. You yeah, wall, even...
3: keep you back to the wall, guys. Keep your back to the wall. Get into a defensible position. Don't get any open.
2: Yeah, she wasn't even paying attention. She was just basically wandering by Vicky again just to keep up the chatter and then realizes that there's these little things. So um, she'll move next to uh, to Cherry and get in a defensive position. Full parry, done. Okay. So number six will skitter through,
1: go invisible. Number seven will come charging across the ground. Number one will move forward and attack you, Cran. Uh yes,
3: I defended it. against the right one.
1: That never <laughs> happens. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. That misses, so it pings off your armor. Obviously, these creatures are gonna to struggle to get past your um stout protection. Uh number five stop talking about Agma like that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you Yes. <laughs> number five will attack Numel will Claw. Oof. And that is enough to get past Numal's defense. Twelve points. Damn. But also a CE/ the creature viciously claws Numal across the chest, and as Numal tries to flinch away, the creature catches Numal across the jaw and chin and throat, unfortunately, dropping Numal to the ground as there's a great sort of flush of crimson from a red throat wound what's wow. to the ground clutching his neck Shit. it's bleeding not enough to kill him but he's bleeding heavily what's more worrying of course is that numel has clearly been struck with the venom and you can see his eyes suddenly go wide and he struggles to gasp for breath wow. um, a region obviously of his throat neck and, and mouth is beginning to obviously suffer from some sort of paralysis god we might affect his breathing. Uh, number eight comes across straight at Victoria, but has to go round that one. Uh, number two is going to come across and just basically try and chew on Numal's face. Uh, so I'm going to give him a bonus for that because Numal is beginning to suffer from paralysis, uh, and more
2: importantly, is down and stunned. Numel takes the most damage of anybody, I think.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure what what he was doing there. Come on, Numel, get back in in the ranks. (laughs) Okay, so that's 19 points. Ouch. And first of all, an
1: (laughs) (laughs) E-Puncture. Okay, Uh, so that's another 10 hits. And Numel is now stunned and unable to parry and is helpless. Get Um, your teeth out of his gills. Okay, the venom is there as well. All right, Numel's in a bad way, and is if this creature carries on feeding on him, Numel is going to die pretty quickly. Wow! Number four comes around here, and is also drawn towards Numel, but won't get there in time. Ugnan,
0: this is what happened, lads. If you run in without any thought about tactics, he's going to die. I can't get to him. Look, I'll get savaged by them as he tries to hit. uh, Number one with the hand axe. Oh, that's not bad.
1: Just misses. Just. Very close, though. Uh, Newwell is down.
3: Cran, it's your turn. Victoria, get your fucking ass over here and take out the one second uggan. I'm going to charge, like, M- Marshawn Lynch for the Seahawks straight into number four. And I'm attempting, as they're only children's size, and I weigh 260 pounds or something, just to push everything back that way okay. with my arms spread out. It's rugby slash American football. Yeah, so there's
1: no weapon attack. So you're going to have to drop your sword because you've got your sword out.
3: Well, if it on the ground, I'm going to just I'm going to use that as a bit of a, like a, I'm not attacking with it, but like a rounding up device so I, I can kind of run in with okay. it in one hand out to one side to try and All right. get so as many as possible. So what you're
1: trying to do is just barge is just to kind of shovel them away with your sheer weight as you hurl yourself at them.
3: Yeah. So I'm to push them all
1: kind of that way. Okay, give me a so this is kind of a man, moving maneuver roll. So give me an extremely hard moving maneuver roll. You've got to run across the ground, go through vegetation, switch your two-handed sword to a good
3: two-handed grip, and hurl yourself at these creatures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah, so I'm just holding it in the right hand, Numal being on the ground. I'm trying to kind of sweep them away from him and crushed it well not the other one down like a okay tank. then in that case okay. give
1: me a very hard rather than extremely hard because you're not uh, trying to grip the sword in two hands you know handle and part of the blade i'm still not sure i've got that moving maneuver
3: correctly done Ooh, Andy. Andy.
2: <laughs> Andy, wow. crap.
3: there you go
1: wow. 100 well i'm, I'm pleased i rewrote that <laughs> okay so you're able to shovel that's the creatures away like that, ran. Okay. You barge them Fantastic. out of the way, I think, with that roll. Right, Victoria. Um, Agnan, need all this. yours. <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm going to move in to help Agnan. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number one. Okay. Oh.
1: limey. So, number one. So, that's 30 points of damage. So that's an E slash critical, please. And then we'll roll the A heat. I won't need to. (laughs) Um, There you go. Severed. Oh, sweet. Um, So let me get rid of number one. So you move across and take out number one. Still got it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You you notice you have to manoeuvre around. (laughs) I I am... (laughs) i am no man <laughs> yeah
1: i am no man okay so cherry will use her short bow on number eight no that flies wide okay initiative rolls please everybody right so that's going to be uh, number seven first
3: so am um, i did, are we all kind of sprawled on the ground at the moment how did that no because
1: you kind of swung your sword and used your brute strength just to push them out of the way so i think i'm going to apply a minus five penalty to the demons to attack just because they've stunned and pushed out of the way without actually suffering suffering from a stun your your sort of attack well was just not what they expected um for want of a better okay. phrase. So, one of the creatures will try and claw it. You, Cran, remember your stout armor has been basically fantastic so far. And unfortunately, you claw manages to sneak through your guard. You take six points of damage and an A critical. The A critical actually takes you uh, across the eyes. Sudden well placed bow, blow foe is stunned for two rounds and you take six hit points of damage and i need you to make a constitution resistance roll please Cran.
3: so that's just a constitution check yeah there's no uh, modifiers to poison sorry no it's a poison role poison check, it? okay. I'm sorry
1: poison check oh yeah no problem so your eyes i mean you can't help but feel that one of you you know one of your eyelids is just not functioning which is going to cause problems unless you can wash this venom out. I.e., you're not blinking, so your eyes will dry and get infected. Uh, but other than that, you've you've been quite lucky.
2: You fuckers! It's your turn. Okay. Uh, Silk is going to uh, somehow be drawn to the right instead of left, and uh, she <laughs> runs up, and Superman punches number eight. Gets to here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that 90 was just trickling. (laughs) That's a miss. Okay, that's a a miss. Number five
1: will continue to feast on Numel, I'm afraid. Fuck. And that's another 10 points of damage on Numel. And Numel is unconscious. And basically being eaten. The creature's just Hunker Dan is beginning to chew on his arm. Wow. Number four is attacking you, Cran. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's, I'm being attacked. That plinks helpless as you are. It's unable to get past your armour. Okay, number eight is going to attack you, Silk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Vicious sneer on Earth. Uh, that vicious sneer turns to a yelp of pain. Nah! No. As the creature manages to catch you with fire for five points of damage, it also does a critical. Mm. I love the so. If you rolled a one, it would be a dubious strike. Right. This is not. This is a cruel blow. For two hit points. <laughs> um, but you're going to have to make a poison resistance roll, please, Silk. Okay. Poison. Oh, no problem at all.
2: Just start sucking on the
1: fingers. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, number two will come round and probably attack you, Cran, I think. And that's going to be a miss. Numel is helpless. Ugnan.
0: Uh, is going to take 10 feet of movement first. Now, I think uh, Bosco's armor is... It drains at 10 feet radius, is it? That's right. So that's where as far as he'll go. And then pull out a shield, point it towards Numel... Clinch his fist and then pull it back to his chest to try and pull normal with that. Um, oh, that's, thing yes, that's, that's just behind. Very
1: him. clever. Yep. Nice. Off he goes. So, do you want to give me a.
2: Yeah. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> I saw this double zero. I thought, oh, no, please. There you go. <laughs> One time work.
1: I'll pop him there. And that's all he can do. Very nice use of that's, that shield. I never thought the shield would be used like that. It's very useful. That's really cool. Yeah. That medivac. job. Yeah. Cran, you are stunned, I'm I'm afraid. So you can have sort of 50% of your movement, if you wish. Silk, what
3: the fuck are you doing there? Get back. Try and get your backs against the wall. Protect Ugnan and Numal, and I'll move back there. Try and and tell Silk to try and get between us and protect Ugnan from the one on the east. Okay, Victoria. Um, That's it. Yeah,
2: Yeah, Victoria's going to take a step forward. Oh, um, sorry, I forgot to
3: say stuart i still can parry um up to half can not i uh,
2: okay yes creature. You, yes
1: you can
3: yep all right i'll do that again seven hit me last time
1: against him so you step in with remorse victor and hammerer another one for 30 points of damage and you roll an e slash so can you give me your e slash please okay and again that takes its leg off and drops the creature to the ground it stops moving after writhing around and rolling a little bit you're chewing through these things like as if you're scything down wheat cherry is stepping back slightly to reload
3: initiative rolls please everybody impressive 18 there did you see that
2: (laughs) silk your turn (laughs) So Silk kind of snaps out of it, hearing Cran and turns around and immediately rushes number six. So you watch as Silk, again, charges in
1: uh, with her sandaled feet flashing at the creature. Which one are you attacking? Uh, Back here, getting Right. Can I have all of you make reasoning rolls apart from Silk? Ugnan? Silk is one of the more powerful magicians and spellcasters you've come across. She's particularly gifted at manipulating electricity and uh, plasma and that sort of things. So you've seen her repeatedly fry and electrocute all manner of creatures. Something has clearly happened because now she's just not using her magic at all. Yeah, I noticed that.
3: She's scared about Tereknev. Nev. Is it really her? Has she been taken over by a demon? killer? Silk's gone rogue
2: (laughs) Silk off you go Street attack
3: Oh no Oh Oh, yeah 190 Who's taken taken Silk and replaced it with someone capable in combat I'm Sharna as I rip off my mask (laughs) Rank
2: 1
1: 15 hits okay so uh that's number six you do 15 <laughs> points of damage more importantly you get to get uh a b critical strike roll please here comes the b
2: big oh these freaking tiny crits
3: oh, I it's say crits sorry soft yes. glow. <laughs> yeah <Sorry.
2: laughs> you have <laughs> i am the crit master,
1: master. <laughs> uh so four hit points i mean you're going to get um that critical any uh, you're going to get that initiative anyway on number four but you do an extra four points of damage on number six there we go so that's nineteen. all right number 4 we'll go for you victor sorry victoria <clears throat> yeah i'm sure that's the <laughs> film victor victoria yeah and that's a miss yes it is that's a miss Then we've got number seven, who comes at you, Cran. That should be at minus 60, if it doesn't appear to be, let me know. No, it isn't, but that's going to be a miss with minus 60. Uh, Number two will pick himself off the floor and come at you as well, Cran, I'm afraid. That's not at minus 60. (laughs) Uh, That's a miss. And number six is... So I think number six was stunned so he's going to attack you back i'm afraid silk no problem okay so that's a claw on you silk and that's a miss then we've got number five who's going to go at cherry and that's going to be oops, six points of damage on cherry unfortunately so that means also a critical that uh, catches her across the leg and she yelps in pain and drops her bow and then falls over as her leg stiffens and becomes almost paralysed um she's obviously reacted quite badly to this venom almost almost like an allergic reaction numel is still down Ugnan, your turn
0: okay i think first thing is to cast poison purification on numel to get that out of her system his system sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) freudian (laughs) Um, and then that's probably only, that's about 25% left, so
3: it's just grab a vinnick and get it ready for the next round. Okay. Cran, your turn. I'm still stunned, so I will just defend against seven again, and that's everything I can do. Let's just okay. disappear this round. all right. Cherry is down um, and
1: kind of crawls into the bushes, dragging a useless leg behind her. Victoria. Yeah,
2: Victoria will attack number four. Can someone else do something?
1: They don't need to. Oh, my God, 21 E-S. Oof. So... Oh! Five. But that it's uh, my... <laughs> three hit points of damage. So this is about the first one you've hit that is still standing. Oh, but you still get your... Uh, what is it? Is it the heat one? Heat, yeah. Okay, so give me an A heat critical. So a normal dice roll, please, for the A heat. Oh, my God. So 10, that's another hit point. And then you get your second attack.
2: Yep, Nice. Oh, my. Yeah.
1: Okay. And that's 30 ES, which decapitates (sighs) the creature.
0: 190 again.
1: (laughs) Jeez. So number four, down he goes. Uh, Okay. Uh, Initiative, please, everybody. It's a hearty 15 this time. I think the lowest thing is seven so I'm, I'm getting close so number five is going after cherry to snack on her and that's another 11 points of damage on cherry and another b slash to 73 basically the creature fastens onto her leg and just falls on top of her and begins to chew on her calf cherry shrieks with shock but she clearly doesn't feel the creature biting into her leg uh, you can see a great lump of flesh has just been bitten out as if a slice of cake has been removed spit
2: it out silk it is your turn okay uh it missed me last turn so i am going to continue this all out attack Okay, uh, twenty-eight. Just spitting at it, raking my nails into it, just cursing.
1: And that's enough to strike the creature for three points of damage, but not enough to really land anything. Yeah, uh, but it's it's certainly been hit.
2: No number bonuses.
1: Six will strike back at you. Yeah, and that's a miss. Or oh. number seven. Is going to strike at you, Cran, and that's a miss. And then number two strikes at you as well, Cran. That is one point of damage, but that's it. Doesn't manage to do anything more to you, Cran. So you don't need to make any sort of resistance roll or anything. Uh, Numal is still down. Ugnan, what wound was it? Numal had was the bleed. Was it the throat? Uh, yeah. Yes. So Numal is basically bleeding from the throat wound at three hits. Oh around. no.
4: Oh, by the way, Sherry's in reach. Yeah, me. she crawled oh, right, so in that there. that is
1: now five points per round, and Cherry gets some hit points back.
3: <laughs> God. Oh dear!
1: The good Cherry, news, Cherry, get out it. of the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the I'm, good I'm news not so sure if Cherry would have done that, but it well, was, it was too bad. Um, Uggla's going to move five feet away, uh, well, just slightly to the side to keep out of Cherry's reach, and uh, has the finick ready. Already. Yeah, you can step. I mean, you can step to there and take that bleed if you want. Yeah, well, he's going to take the whole thing off off Neumann, Um and then oh, it's wow. against the last, so we will just make sure it don't fumble for us actually. Oh. No. Uh, okay, and then so as he as the throat opens up, <laughs> and uh, he'll take the vinnick and take a slosh of that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll put you on five stuns, and what was it? Three can't parries. And you're bleeding at five, Ugnan. Um, and then and you take that... herb,
0: And that's five rounds of stun relief.
1: Okay. And that's also... That basically takes off the can't parry as well, which are, which are a product of that. So all you're suffering from at the moment is the bleed at five a round. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that's... you take the 64 points of damage, I think it was. There you go. Yep. And then I'll say, Newell, look to Cherry. Okay. Cherry
3: continues to bleed... Cran, it's your turn. Okay, this is going to possibly all go horribly to cock. So I'm going to swing at seven (laughs) with Shieldbreaker. Okay. That'll help.
1: Okay, so that's 48 points of damage at number seven.
3: Yeah. Uh, So number seven disappears. He evaporates. Okay, and then I'm going to shout out, Victoria, take this fucker here, and then leap that way. And just try and jump on. I'm um, assuming it's like on all fours, feasting on cherry on the ground. Okay. Yep. So you can give me.
1: Mm, I want because your two-handed sword is out. I want. I, don't,
3: a, I can drop that or shove it into the ground or something. Um,
1: I would drop it on the ground and just make a hard moving maneuver roll. And if you get this wrong, you just don't make the move. But if you were clutching the sword, I'd ask you to make a fumble roll with the sword.
3: Okay, so I'm basically trying to what I'm trying to do is like grab a behind grab this thing behind this under the armpits and like and just get it off. out of the way. Yep. Yeah. Rip it back off. Okay. You're playing like
1: a rugby player. I right? I approve of this.
3: <laughs> it's 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 a
1: ruck. <laughs> uh, unfortunately my moving maneuver is awful. Um nine. So you get to there and place the sword rather than drop the sword, and that's the end of your turn, I think. Okay. Okay. Victoria.
4: Victoria's going to do what's uh, crown asked and take
2: on number two played.
1: Wow. Uh, So again, that's another 30 points Mm. and an E slash and the 72 is taking off a leg. Mm. So number two is dead. Yay. that you're fighting are not difficult to drop unfortunately there are a lot of them and this venom is really nasty once you close with them though then they're not too difficult okay initiative
2: rolls please
1: and silk who's having
2: fun yeah not quite (laughs) but yeah okay uh straight on attacks here we go Mm,
1: that's one point of damage so you are softening the creature up shall we say Jab, 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 jab. Uh, Number... Marshall Verrouse. That's right. Exactly. Yes, I thought you'd get the reference. <laughs> Number six. though. that's the creature that you're facing. Yeah. With oh, that was a nasty. Oh dear, I'm sorry, Silk. That's okay. That's what it's about. That's sixteen Randomly. points. Uh, Silk and a D punch. Oh, you've got a lot of hit points as well. No
3: Your chest deflating silk.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Pop>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, somehow the creature is sidetracked. It takes you across the thigh. Oh. Um, so that's a thigh wind. you're taking three hits per round. Can you give me a resistance roll, please? Poison, toxin, venom. Yes, resistance sir. Roll. Over 50 and you're fine. Oh, dear. Okay. Your leg is obviously beginning to stiffen i'm going to give you a minus 25 penalty okay number five is still going to try and hit cherry and that's a nasty one as well Cherry's hit for another 17 points and another d puncture as the creature just oh that's rubbish so eight points sorry an eight is just four more points of damage um, but the penalty that she's suffering from now is quite significant. Numal will attack with his blade on number five, and that's 20 points and a D slash critical, but it's a demon blade. Down it goes. So Numal comes to her
2: rescue. That one counts as yours, and we all know the real power.
0: Ugnin. <laughs> uh, he's wrapping bandages around his throat to try to first aid himself, and I imagine at five per round, that doesn't, isn't a one-round action, so we'll just keep doing that until it
1: stops. Okay. Uh, do you want to give me a first aid roll? Soak looks back. Ugnin,
2: now's no time for that kind of... Malignant. Okay. <laughs> that's
1: fine. So, actually, that take... first aid,
2: we'll take that
1: now.
3: Take the grapefruit mm-hmm. out of your mouth, Ugnin.
1: Yeah. Cran, your turn. <laughs> See,
3: <four and> <laughs> over half okay <laughs> he moves about 20 Gran, yeah. 20 feet up i'll give you ease. a flank on that
1: as well
2: don't fumble it
3: yeah it would be helpful uh it's not a fumble
1: <laughs> so that's uh just a mere 46 points of damage Um, which is enough to finish the creature off, but you might as well roll your E. Sorry, it's not an E slash. It's a holy blade. Um, It's a a weak one. I was going going easy. So the last of these child demon creatures is dropped to the ground
3: and lies motionless. Cran looks a bit sheepish and says, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, ladies and gents, shouldn't have really charged into them, should I? Fuck, What's that coming out of your neck, Ogden? And they've run over here. <laughs> okay, so mercifully,
1: as Hello. you dispatch the last of whatever these horrible creatures was or, or or is, nothing else comes from the ruins of the buildings, perhaps another temple or shrine, just to yourself. Numel is fine. The rest of you don't seem to bear much in the in the case of sort of ill effects. Uh, was... The only person who's injured is Cherry,
2: who's quite seriously uh, injured. Silk is bleeding, so I'm going to first aid her. Okay.
3: Give me a first aid roll, please, Victoria. As, as Victoria starts fiddling around with Silk's thigh, Silk, uh, Crad is going to look studiously at the wall over the other side. Silk lets it happen. So, Silk, you stop bleeding. Um, oh, nice job.
1: So you're not taking that three hits per round. However, the wound and the venom is still there. So you're still at minus 25. Your leg is very stiff, very unresponsive, and just does not moving properly. And, of course, you can't feel anything from your right hip downwards.
0: Sherry, on the other the hand, is
1: in obviously a bad way. Yeah, so uh, she's not bleeding, though, at least. So
0: first, no. first things first is... Poison. So I'll we'll do the two 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 poison spells for a cherry and yep. silk. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's fine. So. And then the transferal silk. spell. I'll that penalty. Oh wow! Well, thank you.
0: And then transferal spell for all the cherries concussion and the slashed foe. Uh Sorry, calf.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Puts me on one one three. You've got the minus two penalties, which is minus fifty. I'll, cl- I'll try and get rid of the uh, calf wound now, so you'd have to transfer it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. So I don't know what that is. I'll just look it up. So but...
1: I'll, I'll just delete that. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to have to
0: go to sleep for a little bit and cast a level four regeneration, which take 113 rounds. Okay. You won't know, have to carry me. We'll do this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We may have had to bury you after you did that just now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling
1: tired. I'm just going to lie down. Right. So Ugnan is obviously (laughs) looking the worst for wear, having healed, you know, a large range of moderate injuries. None of them serious, but cumulatively, they were quite nasty. So you're clearly going to need to rest and allow Ugnan to heal. Do you want to retreat back to the shrine, to the gardener's cottages, or do you want to risk resting here? Somewhere under
2: cover, at least. Or like, how long use. did you say it's? One thirteen rounds. One hundred and thirteen rounds. That's not that bad. How about that one there? It's near the wall. Around.
0: Yep, and I'll use the level yep. eight spell for the muscle repair, so that's it's, it's instantaneous rather than taking up one to ten hours. Okay. okay, up here
3: in this in this building.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
3: Cranog guard that entrance.
2: Victoria will take the other one.
3: <laughs> Sorry. it's going to take a while to get used to that
0: of course you know I I play these games on Friday nights to get away from my fiance who's also called Victoria so cheers for that Vic
3: (laughs) 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 oh you're in so much trouble I'm sure she heard that
0: I I better get out
3: Yeah, yeah. like she'd listen to this okay you'll (laughs) find out in about 10 minutes
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so you retreat back to the top carrying Ugnum with you Take up a defensive position until you feel that Ugnan is going to be safe enough to move again. Okay. And that's where that session finished.
0: But we're not going to stop there at 45 minutes in. So here is part of the next session. Also, interestingly, partway through this session, Fantasy Grounds bugged out and you could suddenly see the GM rolls. So what was rolled, critical-wise, would have to stay. So there's a death on the critical rolls. There'd be no shielding by the GM. It'd stand, and there could be some deaths. Uh,
1: it's going to take time for Ugnan to regenerate. Um, I've done three the math. Four hours. I've done the math. If,
0: if it's ten seconds around, that means it yeah. is thirty-three three recurring minutes.
1: Is that all? Just thirty-three minutes?
0: I, I thought that was wrong as well, but I uh, I did uh no? two hundred times 10 divided by 60. Uh,
1: In that case, after about an hour, Ugnan is conscious but still weary. Um, You can see that the spells that he's been able to cast have left him um, tired, but presumably with a nod, Ugnan. are you happy for them to proceed?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. So, recovered, uh, unscathed, well, rather uninjured now, there is a very, very large temple complex across to your southeast. That building that you can see dimly looming up out of the murk is probably a, a very high vaulted ceiling, maybe about 40 or 50 feet high. It is probably one of the biggest buildings on the island. And from dimly, from what you can remember from the flyover, it was intact. Whether this is another palace, or, as you're beginning to suspect, some sort of major temple, well, that you're going to have to investigate further. Mm-hmm. Do you want to make your way round this complex, whatever it is, or do you want to head straight towards the main temple?
0: Main temple for Ugden's vote, so straight to it for Ugnen. Okay.
1: Straight, yeah, straight. But he will try and
0: him. fall in beside Silk at some point and try and just broach the subject. So, uh, what's wrong with the
2: sorcery, Lass? Mm, I don't know. I've suffered some kind of mental block. I don't have access to the reserves I used to for conjuring that, and these things just, I don't know. I can't control myself.
0: Have you uh, tried to pearl at all?
2: I I have to admit, I've tried it in the past, but... I I just that's so finite. I don't want to I don't want to use them use them up and then not have anything for whoever is running this show here Vrama or who
0: Well, uh, I uh, affairs of the mind, it's a bit beyond me so I can't really help you there. That's probably comes no from the mind. Yeah. Usual yeah, elven my, mental uh, meditation techniques or whatever. Yeah. I think if there o'clock. used to be
2: talk of a uh, sanity healing lore, but I wasn't <laughs> good it. <laughs> there used to
1: be a, a strange spell lore on page 48. But that's oh, that's right, 2. Yes, that's yeah. right. That now seems to be lost to us over the years. Yeah. That's so
0: I, right. I watched you a bald-headed lad who um, used to sit cross-legged with his thumb and his forefinger together going, um... That might help. I don't know.
2: Hmm,
0: I'll have to try
1: that. <laughs> she says, in the hair going... Really? Shaving this off? I don't think <laughs> yeah. this is going to
2: work. Okay. Occidental month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you uh, reach and rejoin the main road or a main road, cobblestones that uh, obviously makes its way through these grounds. You can see in part the cobblestones are quite worn and vegetation is creeping through. Part way along, there's a low stone wall. Uh, can you all give me perception rolls, please, as you approach this low stone wall, which is sort of forming a, a, an L shape in front of you. Pausing briefly, just to look ahead and catch your bearings, you can see where the temple is. Nothing seems to be moving around that stone wall. You can see the vague outlines of the rest of the stone wall um, just to the west of that l shape into to the south of the l shape, but it looks as if this part of or well, this section of building has been flattened and hammered um into pieces and rubble, leaving just that small l shape. Whatever hmm. hammered the wall down though was obviously fairly significant, maybe a piece of siege machinery or something of that ilk. Nothing seems to be moving, however, and so you move past. Um, heading towards that huge stone building as you get closer the vegetation gets a little bit thicker you eventually can see that the road turns across to the, the right hand side and leads to what were once a magnificent set of double doors iron perhaps certainly some form of metal they're still closed But you can see they've been heavily scorched and damaged as if something tried to breach them the doors are slightly ajar so with maybe reasonable strength or rope or something you could probably pull these mighty doors open certainly though this whole temple complex and i'll just arrow those doors for you this whole temple complex or palace has been subject to uh, machinery and spells of a very powerful nature but it seems to have stood a terrific battering the sort of forces that have actually leveled much of the rest of the city as you peer anxiously around in the gloom nothing seems to be moving though you can see a whole host and heap of bones in front of the double doors oh
2: oh dear
4: is that the only entrance we can see but through the yes remember your vision
1: is really limited because of this uh murk and this blackness which kind of hovers around you if i just give you a slightly um so where you are you can probably see sort of like that you know you're limited to about 60 feet or so in any direction so as you approach you can see these bones that lie human bones, perhaps, certainly humanoid bones um, that lie in heaps around the door. You can also see a number of scattered shields, some great hammers, spears, two handed swords, broadswords. All of these look to have been used. They are now, in some cases, overgrown, trail uh, vines have grown over them. They've lain here for a long time, but the skeletons Mm. that lie around here are fleshless.
2: where do those skeletons come from, body re?
0: Yeah, so from this distance, can we notice any wing shapes, or are they
1: definitely, when you say humanoid, actually human? They look to be human. And they carry great, a number of them carry great sort of um, hammers. Some of you might recognize them as being mattocks. So mining implements, digging implements. But Fearsome weapons in their own right. In the
0: um, palace, uh, Ramavera's palace, there was an army up there. Yep. Are any of the weapons similar to those? No. Okay.
1: No.
4: Can we tell by looking at the weapons, you know, if they rusted rostered or they're still pretty... Um,
1: Give me a perception um, role, Numo, So you focus on the weapons and... Partly, maybe to see if any of these weapons could be of any use, maybe to see if you can ascertain something about the strange nature of these weapons. These weapons have been affected by the passage of time, as have these bodies. The weapons might be serviceable, but to bring them back to their original quality, serviceability, so to speak, you'd have to um, take something abrasive to them, at the very least a whetstone, get them oiled, and so on. But the key thing for you, Numel, is that these weapons and these bodies have been affected by time.
4: So it's to Crown and probably Victoria and says to both them, do you, do you recognize the weapons or the style of if there's any armor there? Um, I don't I'm not familiar with it, but does uh, that from any particular nation that you've um, that you're familiar with.
1: OK, so I mean, Victoria is a fairly experienced fighter mercenary i suppose victoria give me a memory role please okay um impossible victoria can tell you that it's impossible to tell the race of these people they are just bones the weapons and the sort of collection and the bits of armor these were probably fairly cheap and easy to come by um, sell swords um, anybody can pick up, you know um, a sword and swing it But to swing it well takes a little bit of training. After all, you know, you could take your eye out with it. Um, On the other hand, hammers and mattocks, well, any sort of self-respecting engineer, miner, digger, ditch digger, and so on could probably wield one of those quite dangerously, and they don't take much training. So the bodies that you see here probably belong to what are probably some low-skilled, low-ranked cannon fodder. Mm -hmm. And it looks like... Says Victoria. They died trying to break their way in to this palace, temple, or whatever it is.
2: Maybe after the fact, like not during the switch over to this timeless, but after the fact.
1: Yeah, could be.
2: Unless something inside there is manipulating it. But yeah, um, Cherry, do you want to check for traps?
0: She can do. Did you say the bones look blasted?
1: Yes. Hmm. Okay, um, can we see any
0: incantations around, well, sorry, while Cherry's doing that, is there any yeah. incantations around the door, like symbols,
1: uh, runes? Okay, can you give me a hard perception roll? You're some way off from the door, so you're kind of peering through the gloom. Oh. Okay, um, no, there are no runes around the door. Looking at the way the bodies have fallen, it looks like some sort of fireball or plasma bolt. I'm oh, sorry, plasma ball. Um, of course, not the usual plasma
2: is. Rulemaster Companion 3, yes. <laughs> How do <laughs> you know that. But, but you plasma. Know that can't
1: be used because it's not coded for in the rule set. That's um, it. Damn it. So, obviously, some sort of fireball or something, some source of intense high energy was released at these poor unfortunate soldiers or these, I don't know, mercenaries, bandits, whoever they were, and basically uh, incinerated and burnt away the bones. And in fact, as you look very, very closely, you can see these odd black lumps. Um, Some of these black lumps and black uh, sharp objects, almost like obsidian, are poking out of the eye sockets, out of the mouth sockets, and lie scattered about amongst the bones.
2: Wow. Uh, Sherry goes
1: a little bit closer, and she can't find any traps. Ugnan, can you give me a... If you want to know what the Black Obsidian is, you're going to have to make a Hard Obscure Law Roll or some sort of Hard Healing Roll.
0: Okay, I've got a Stone uh, Um, Law.
1: Yes, Stone Law would do. Stone Law would be nice. Hard Stone Law Roll.
0: Yeah, it's not very good, but I'll do it. And then just in case, I'll give you a, a very hard
1: obscure. Yep. Well, the very hard obscure worked. So from the Stone Law roll, you know that this black obsidian, what's odd about it is there are small amounts of it, and it's only inside the skeletons. It's inside the chest cavities, and you can see sharp pointed bits kind of protruding out of the mouth, out of the um, eye sockets and so on you know that intense heat can do very very damaging things to flesh sudden intense heat can sear and vitrify flesh so the fireball that erupted and burnt these things and killed them not only incinerated and um, almost instantly evaporated and burnt off their outer flesh Some of their inner organs that were protected by bones, rib cages and the skull were vitrified and turned into a sort of an obsidian glass-like material. What you can see poking out of the eye sockets are the remains of their brains. What you can see in their rib cage are probably some of the larger organs, um, fragments of heart and liver and so on. Wow. Wow. All of that means that the heat that was detonated was of an intense nature that you've not experienced before, fortunately. And at which point Cherry thinks, oh right, and backs off a little bit.
0: And it's only on these uh,
1: remains, and the remains are already around the door. Yes, there is okay. nothing. The, the heat did not touch the vegetation. The heat has not touched the flag. Uh, the cobblestone floors and the doors though they look
4: as if they've been damaged clearly haven't been hit in the same way. Numerous mm-hmm. uh, Sherry do, do you think it was just one what, what one one fireball or does it look like this has happened on multiple occasions and perhaps if if the latter can we discern from where the where the burned bodies are where the source of the fireball was yeah. from where, where where it came out of the building or whether it came Maybe someone was standing there casting them. It looks like it came from inside the building
1: and went outwards. The skeletons have fallen outwards in a heap, sort of arms pointing towards the north and the northwest as if they were knocked off their feet and hurled away from the door.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably and one in, blast. In
4: terms of frequency, one blast, right?
1: One blast, you, you
4: think. So, what if we trigger it um, in some way? The blast occurs and trigger it again and see how quickly it can reload maybe creep inside the temple in the interval question is how do we trigger it mm-hmm. i mean any volunteers i
2: might be uh, able to do that i have the shield of faith it's uh, absorbs uh, fire based attacked not bad uh, it's okay
1: silk um, intrigued by the nature of this door, rushes towards the
2: door. still no. He asked if anybody would volunteer. Oh god!
0: He's got. Uh, I suppose you've got a robe on, haven't you? Which is fire. I've got
2: the. Yeah, I've got that protection from the <laughs> robe of the Ark Magi. Yeah. It'll still hurt like hell, but <laughs> we're going to find out.
1: Uh, this is not going to end well. Never mind.
2: Hey, that's what re-rolling is all about. That's right. <laughs> I've got a new character ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where's my yeah. shield mastery instant spells? There they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Silk, you
1: stand by the door. Numa is coming after you. Victor and Cherry are also coming after you. Kran is cursing and stomping after you as well. And Ugnan is just sighing and thinking, how do I heal this?
4: Yep.
2: I'm taking out the shield,
4: just in case. Ambling (laughs) forward slowly.
1: (laughs) Hoping to amble forward so slowly that by the time the spell is cast, I'm still out of range. Hey, I was coming to help.
0: I'll help bury them.
1: Okay, yes. All right. Silk, you're first to the door. Do you want to open the door, or do you want to act cautiously?
2: Well, you you mentioned um, that there was, like, blackened plasma, like, basically a high-end intense fireball that occurred so yes. she's interested in that like she's never seen that kind of so she'll she'll get to the door at least and if nothing happens she'll kind of investigate closely
1: okay what are you looking for on the door
2: just again any kind of rune uh sigils
1: you know that something around the door <laughs> obviously triggered this intense burst of heat which vitri- uh, vitrified some of the flesh that was shielded by the armor which has long since been pulverized, such that there's vitrified flesh, brain material. The skeletons were probably maybe mercenaries. They're not particularly well trained because of their armor and equipment and so on. They were blasted away from the door. Silk. You couldn't see anything around the door, apart from the fact the doors are very, very tall indeed, unnaturally tall, if you think. Obviously, these are doors that are set to impress not just open and close the doors are made of a black metal but you don't get any bad vibes from the black metal they just look like black metal they're inscribed uh, and engraved so that when the doors are closed as they almost are you can see a tall beautifully proportioned woman standing with her arms held loosely um, across her body in full flowing robes a stern but beautifully clear face looking out across this compound
2: wow i'll immediately put my hand up to people and kind of gather them behind me around the corner and just explain what i see and this is a live woman, sorry, or a statue? No, no, no. This is actually engraved into the door,
1: so oh, the door gotcha. is sort of a three D type, you know, right. engraving, Far relief. Yeah,
4: yeah. Is the door and and so is the door shut? Is it is it is it is it fully shut, or is it slightly? No, the door?
1: the door is uh, not fully shut. The door is slightly ajar such that there are no obvious handles on it so in its prime it's difficult to see how you would have opened it easily but because the door is slightly ajar if you could use some tools or you could just grab it with your hands and really tug and pull on it you could open the door fairly easily
4: so so it pulls the door swing outwards
1: towards you that's right
4: towards us and the second question is with the likely would, the, would would the trajectory of the fireball have been able to have come out of that slight gap in the door at no. The present?
1: No, looking at the skeletons, those doors would probably have had to have been fully open and then something erupted through that doorway. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and
4: okay. GM, what kind of size, what size, what size are these doors? Are they pretty much as we can see them in on the map? that You know, they're probably like.
1: Yeah, uh, approximately. If you went for, they're about five foot wide each of them. So there's two of them. So you're looking at a 10 foot doorway with two five foot wide by about 15 feet tall doors. Um, so if you compare that to a modern door, which is about three to four feet, probably closer to three and a half feet. So these doors are probably one and a half times, you know, your normal width.
4: So Numel turns to Cran and he says, do you, do you think you could use Betty to, um, at arm's length to try and swing open the doors without yourself coming in front of them?
1: Yeah. I mean, Cran says yes, but he's clearly reluctant to do so. He was quite happy until you said at arm's length. And he's kind <laughs> of looking at the length of his arms and thinking... I wish at this point they were longer. Has a cherry got like a grapple hook or anything
0: that we maybe could hook round the side on a piece of rope and pull it over?
1: Well, um, Cran almost certainly, as he searches amongst his ironmongery, almost certainly has a grapple hook. Or if not, you could probably position Betty, tie a rope to one end, and then pull on it. I think that might be safer. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cran gets the ever faithful Betty by the door. The rest of you then begin to retreat as he attaches a rope. As you retreat, Cran probably looks up anxiously <laughs> as you all start walking off to leave him. Silk ducks down the corner.
2: I look at the ground. Is there an obvious um, radius from the liquefica- or vitrification? Basically, okay.
1: if, you, if you imagined a cone um, heading oh, per- away from the door. So if you go okay. around that corner... Assuming this trap triggers in the same way, okay. yeah, you'll be safe there. Okay, I'll be good. And the rest of you, standing where you are, yes, you're probably safe. So, Cran attaches Betty, wedges oh, it watches. as best he can, and then very carefully takes up the slack on his rope and retreats and retreats, taking up the slack and retreats. And then he kind of whispers... No idea why, but that's what you do. Are you ready? Is there anything anybody wants to do before you trigger this lethal trap? Say a silent prayer to whatever gods are listening. (laughs) Okay. Yes, you can do that. So Ugnan, who's not a particularly religious man, suddenly gets down on his knees and prays to Offler, the one-eyed god of chance. That is (laughs) is weird as a channeling user, isn't it? Yes, that you're not religious at all. (laughs) uh victoria thinks well what's the worst that could happen it's already happened uh, That's right. gives
4: gives Cran a thumbs up
1: okay uh and victoria you've got the shield haven't you which absorbs yeah. heat so you're hoping that will help okay cran pulls on the door gives it a mighty heave and with a groan the doors open As the doors open, you feel a slight change in the air around you and a slight shake. And you feel, certainly Victoria and Cran, you feel the hairs on your head uh, move as if somebody has turned on a fan. The vegetation in front of the doors rustles and shakes, but there's no obvious heat. The bones in front stir slightly. Can you all give me perception rolls, including silk as well, please?
4: Not sure why I'm using the tower. Same here, I don't don't know why.
1: (laughs) As the wind rushes, you can see there's a faint, a very, very faint heat haze in front of the door, but there's no obviously source of heat, and certainly the vegetation doesn't crisp. However, Hmm. what you do notice is two of the skeletons begin to move and shift and roll over and drag themselves slowly to their knees. And you can hear one of them saying, yes, mistress. Yes, mistress. We obey, mistress. We answer thy summons, mistress. Forever in life as in death, we come. We come. And as they haul themselves to their knees, and there are two of these, these things, one of them grabs a huge mattock in its in its left hand close up
0: and that's where we'll leave this episode facing a fight with at least two skeletons and we know stuart they're not going to be normal skeletons when we're using the rule set which has got a problem with it for this session where we can see all of the rolls, all the rolls were in the open and if you know Rollmaster, the critical system can be very brutal Thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing, following. All those things really do help. Thanks. There won't be an Adventures in Middle-Earth episode for a few weeks yet, as John, the GM of Adventures in Middle-Earth, is doing a coronavirus toolkit and has to involve his time in that at the moment. Links to that are in the description and all the other ways of getting in contact with us.
1: Anyway, until next time, happy gaming. Cheers.